0: Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about how to build a foundation, a psychological foundation for success. So I received several questions and responses from a tweet that I posted a couple weeks ago about success and what I think is ultimately at the foundation of it. Now, You know, you you can go and read uh, uh, any book. I'm sure you know some of the books on my bookshelf here. Are about success uh, but do they really talk about the what what is that the psychological foundation of success um, I would say yeah they probably do actually but only indirectly do they really explicate it in a clear way no they do not so that's what we're gonna do in this video and just to be clear by success I mean achieving a value that is healthy for you now I don't know you but I know the two values that are gonna be the healthiest for you the two things that you're gonna want in your, in your life that are going to indicate success uh, are money in relationships. Um, and I, you know, I know a lot of therapists say, oh, it's not about, you know, happiness isn't about money. I, I want you to live a, a complete life and, and money, you know, that's just, there's nothing to do with it. Or if they're, you know, that's way down there on the value hierarchy. No, money is important. Is it everything? No, it's important. And typically, I think people would be happier if they uh, learn how to make more money. Not all the time, but typically. So we're going to t- talk about it. We're going to talk about success, which, uh, I don't know. Now that I'm saying it, now that I'm saying that word success uh, a lot, it would, it, it, uh, some of this advice may be a little bit fresh coming from me because if you know anything about me, you know I've pretty much failed at everything I've ever tried. I've, I've had some success and maybe that's why I'm somewhat suited to talk about this um, because I, I definitely know what it's like to fail and I know what it's like to succeed and, and I can look at both situations and look at other situations and look at what I know about psychology to come at what I think is fundamental to it. So this is, yeah, from a a tweet that I posted a couple weeks ago, and I will quote the tweet here. I'm quoting myself, that's always fun. And the tweet is this. The typical fantasy is to catch the game-winning touchdown. I guess it's a good topic, because we just had the Super Bowl. So the typical fantasy is to catch the game-winning touchdown. But the fantasy you need to live a good life is to drop the game-winning touchdown and not make it mean anything not make it mean something about who you are and the two responses or questions I received from this uh, are fall in the two general categories the one category is uh, well yeah but wouldn't it just be better to, to catch the game-winning touchdown and the other response was fell into the general category of well how could you drop the pass or keep dropping passes and not make it mean anything about you And I guess to uh, tease at what we're talking about here, yeah, you know, I do think it would be good to drop or to catch the pass. And as your therapist, if you were my client, I would would want you to catch that pass. That's good. Then that would be great success and I'm happy for you, of course. I'm not trying to, you know, disconnect you from the world and say, well, it ultimately doesn't matter and, you know, (laughs) That's the thing that uh, depressive nerds do is they just rationalize everything away and like, oh, it's really no big deal and there's a good Simpsons joke about that. The, the road to the Super Bowl is long and pointless, I mean, when you think about it. Um, but no, I do think it does matter. So let's, let's talk about it. I think a good way to introduce what I mean here when I say I want you to be able to drop that pass and not make it mean something about you, uh, to, to introduce this in a little bit different way You know, when people come into therapy, they have an issue with a relationship, usually. Not all the time, but usually they have an issue with a relationship. And it usually takes the form of, hey, I have this girlfriend or I have this boyfriend and it's not working out. I really love this girlfriend and boyfriend and I want it to work out. So I'm here in therapy to learn whatever I can to make this relationship work. That's what I'm here for. And to that I say, great, I really hope we can make this relationship work for you. I really hope we can work on these issues so you can make this relationship work. But I gotta be honest, that may not be the the best end result for you. Well, I want you to have this relationship that works, but I want you to do more. What is more fundamental, what we're talking about here, is to develop those those behaviors, to develop those patterns, to develop ultimately a relationship with your unconscious, with your emotions, that will lead to more successful relationships in the long term i want you to develop that the substratum the soil from which it is really easy it is natural to grow healthy relationships i mean you, you find that in soil in, in fertile soil you can't not grow stuff in fertile soil Like you know if, if the nile floods enough you're going to grow you're going to grow whatever it is You need to grow, and that's what I think is important. Now, that may mean, it may mean that you will um, grow out of, develop out of this relationship you're in. It may not. You know, it depends on the situation, but that's what I mean. Uh, You know, wanting to hold on to this relationship and do whatever I can to make this relationship work, that's like thinking you need to catch the game-winning pass, when really you need something more fundamental that will lead to healthier relationships long-term and more catching of game-winning passes. And I think well what this gets at, what I'm trying to talk about here, what's fundamental to success is, is this, uh, this uncovers two fundamental views of success that we have in our Western culture. Or maybe it's just American culture, I don't know. I, I think generally it's Western culture. And it falls in line, you know, in our cultural divide that we're seeing now between, generally speaking, the left and the right. The right's view of success is you just believe in yourself. You believe in yourself enough, you, you visualize, and you will make that game-winning catch happen. In a sense, you have total control over whether you make that game-winning catch. And if you do drop the game-winning catch, then you must not have prepared enough. There, there must be, now, somebody with this view wouldn't say this but the implication is there's something wrong with you. If you didn't catch that pass, there's something wrong with you. So that's one view of success, which isn't necessarily wrong, but it's incomplete. You know, very much exemplifies the split between the left and the right. No side is totally right and, and no side is totally wrong. They're, you know, they're, they're just two different, what we say here that they're two different sides of the same coin. And that's why there's the split because If you're on the right, you can always look at the left and say, well, here's how you're wrong, therefore you think you're right because you can point out how they're wrong. But the left can do the same thing to the right, and that's why it's difficult to communicate well. So that's the right's view of success. The left's view of success is it's random. It's totally random. Uh, Success is mostly up to luck. And whether you catch that game morning pass, yeah, maybe you didn't catch it that day, but you would have caught it another day and, and there's no... And there's no point in really thinking about it, right? That This is just all random. And of course, I mean, if you watched three of my videos, you know that this is another indication, this, dif- this different view of success is another indication of the mind-body dichotomy. The right in this situation being exemplifying the mind, at the left exemplifying the body at the, the right says, no, you just impress your mind on matter you do it hard enough you do enough visualizations you do enough affirmations you do that hard enough and you're gonna change matter and the left matter over mind right well there, there's nothing your mind you know may perhaps be this wonderful thing but it's ultimately impotent there's no way it can really influence matter matter influences mind so we're all just subject to random you know, however, your uh, the electrons in your body aligned in that day cause you to drop the pass, or, or you know, you just are unlucky, or you just weren't uh, born with some talent that you needed to, to catch that pass. And the truth is, um, the truth about success, it, it's it's not a combination of both. That that would be a lazy or inaccurate way of saying. It. I think it's really more of a uh, um. It's not a combination of both. It's a uh, what is it? Both the left and the right are indicate symptoms of the foundation of, of success, but they don't get at the foundation. And, and the foundation, yeah, the, both the left and the right, there's, here's a better way to say it, both the left and the right indicate what's going on on the surface, uh, but they don't get the foundation. So I think the foundation of success ultimately comes down to two things. One is self-development and the other is iteration. Now the iteration takes care of the randomness issue brought up by the left, and the self-development, when you when we understand how to do it, takes care of the, oh, well, you just didn't believe in yourself hard enough or you must have done something wrong. And that takes care of the rights um, explanation of success. Are you able to show up every day, effectively every day, and do the work that you need to do, and if it doesn't if you do not get the result that you want, are you able to either one, develop yourself and you know, the kind of person who you need to be in order to do that work. Now, in the case of, you know, when it comes to catching a, a pass, uh, you know, you probably need a coach or why didn't you catch that pass, right? Well, maybe you were uh, upset because, you know, your girlfriend broke up with you, you know, she asked for some space and, and that kind of reminded you, or that kind of linked up with this one time when you were a kid and your dad said you are a disappointment and your brain just kind of short circuited. Okay, well, we can go in and work on that. That doesn't mean anything about you. It's just something we need to go in and work on. And then if you iterate enough, I think there is, a, you know, like the left says, I think there is some randomness, you know, there is, some, um, there is some luck out there, but do you iterate enough? Do that enough times while including, you know, developing yourself, whether it's your skills, your psychology, then you're gonna be successful. I don't know if you're going to be as, you know, uh, as like Jeff Bezos successful, you know, I'm not saying that, but are you going to be more and more successful every day? Are you going to be able to create a living for yourself that you can be proud of? Of course. And it's not about believing in yourself, right? And it's not about randomness. Like I don't even know, you know, like what does believing in yourself even mean? I don't even know. I really don't even know what that means. And randomness, of course there's randomness, but iteration definitely makes up. Uh, 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 iteration with awareness definitely makes up with that. So, yeah, back to the game winning catch. Why is it better to drop it? Because all that is, is it exposes an issue that you have, an issue that when you work on, it's gonna lead to more catching of game winning passes in the future. That's why it's more important. That's why it's more fundamental to be okay with yourself. Because that means if you're if you're okay with yourself and you can distance yourself from perhaps making this mistake short term, I know, I know that's going to lead to more success long term. Like the girlfriend thing, right? Even if this, even if your development does lead to breaking up with your girlfriend, that's going to suck. It is going to suck and it is going to be painful and you may even start to blame me about it. But I I know. I don't have to believe in anything. I know it's not mind over matter or matter over mind. It is mind in conjunction with matter. It is matter in conjunction with mind. I know you're going to be able to create more success, even better success. And you thought that girlfriend was a success or that you know game-winning uh, catch was a success. It would have been, but, but we can do that more and more and in different ways and in every area of your life. And I think as an aside, I, I want to mention here, often... And this is more this comes more from the left if, if I had to say, we like to p- uh, point to neurotic people and say, oh look, they have a screw loose and that's why they're successful. You know, a famous example of this is Sherlock Holmes. He's autistic right and because he's autistic because he's so unaware of things that would cloud our judgment, you know he can just zero in and and, and uh, you know perform these awesome feats of deduction. It's not really deduction. It's uh, induction. It's making inferences based on, the exp- on on what he sees, but whatever. Or, you know, the obsessive compulsive, super high achieving person. And they use their obsessive compulsiveness. They use that anxiety to help them achieve. And we can point to these examples and they definitely exist. But I got to tell you guys, they are outliers. I mean, obviously, if you're autistic or, you know, if you have OCD, these having these disorders will generally lead to less success overall. In the short term, and certain people can really capture these, these issues and use them to their advantage, but a lot of times when people have these issues, they can't do it, and it leads to less success overall. I mean, right? just and from my experience, looking at my life and, and knowing people who have been able to be really successful, like, you know, really successful people, it's not that at all you know it's not some crazy neurotic thing they're not overworked they're not they don't have all these you know busyness issues you know working for the sake of work their success comes from whatever semblance they have of psychological health from their ability to iterate and have awareness over their iterations which you know ultimately comes down to how well you manage emotions i I guarantee you your success in your life overall is gonna come down to how well you can manage your emotions. Now, maybe you don't think I'll be able to help you with that, that's fine. I wish you well in your journey, but if you think I may be able to help, we do free consultations, animusempire.com schedule. Let me know what's going on. I can talk with you about what I do if I think I can help you or I can point you in a better direction. And then another aside at the risk of going too long here, another aside I just wanna say, you know, I'm not a Jungian, I'm a a guy who is influenced by Jung mostly. 90% of I think what I do is influenced by Jung. I don't think Jung uh, delineated everything in, in psychology or in therapy, but he did a lot. You know, like I say in my book, Jung is the Socrates of psychology. We need to take the fundamental issues that he has laid out and iterate them and come up with, a you know, I think more, a more productive way of applying them in therapy and in psychology. And I got to tell you, you know, the one thing that you get from reading enough Jung is a problem is not your problem. If you have a problem, it is not your problem. It is a problem you have, and that sounds like I don't know uh, some lame therapy talk. I get it, and if you don't get it right now, I I I don't blame you for thinking I'm lame for saying that. But it is not. Your problem, it is a problem you have. Problems are these things that just kind of float around out there and they inhabit, I was gonna say in fact, they don't, in fact, that, that would be a negative connotation, but they inhabit us at different times in our life in a different ways. And in a, in a way it's a great thing because it allows you, you know, these, we get these problems that we all have, right? We, that they, we all have, we get these problems and they allow us to work on our psychology. You know, now, now now we have a good reason. Now we get to right. We don't have to. We don't need to. We get to work on our psychology so we can go on and catch whatever game-winning passes for us. So I will leave it there, and I'll leave uh, and I'll leave Jung to to give us a reminder, which I think would be um, the problem that gets in the way of you and your success it's not your problem it's a problem you have and that's great news because that will give us a much more definite way to manage it